Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. 402-403-9478. Text us. Uh, you can call us. You can. If you want. Leave, Leave a voicemail. Us, That'd be super nice. So we appreciate you listening. Love getting your notes. Love getting your emails. All that good stuff. And also like passing along some great things that are going on in the community. As you know, we always love to be involved with things. And so, if you know, we, like we say, if there's something happening, let us know about it. If we can help you promote it. If we can sure. come out, we'd love to do that. And actually, we have a guest in the studio today. It's Tony Young, who is with Lead Bellies. And uh, toast. Correct. Yes. yes. I Lead knew it. And cru- and yeah. Yep. Lead belly and toast. And the reason why you're in here is you guys every year for the last, this will be your third year. Correct. So now you're annual, right? That's true. This is, this is annual. We have we higher pressure. Yeah, we made it. Yeah. Um, you've been doing something really special in the month of September and you're kicking things off as we speak. Uh, this podcast live on the 3rd of September. Yeah. So um, as we speak, Today's the day, or this afternoon's the time, Correct. to stop by, what, Lead Bellies down in Midtown? Yeah, the two Lead Belly locations, uh, in Omaha, it's at Midtown, and then in Lincoln, the Haymarket location. Either one, you can yep. stop by. So tell us about your September event. What exactly you got cooking? Well, um, September, not a lot of people know, um, is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And so three years ago, uh, my partners and I got together and tried to discuss what could we do to give back to our local communities. Um, you know, we both have families. Um, I'm a cancer survivor myself. And we kind of um, got in touch with uh, some local customers who were involved in childhood cancer research and support. And so once we became aware of what was going on in September, we kind of launched our own event just for mm-hmm. our three stores. Uh, we call it Eat, Drink, Cure. Um, throughout the entire month of September, when you come into our restaurants, we have a special menu, and then a portion of all of the sales of those items um, go back to three Nebraska-based childhood cancer charities. You you, spe- you you specifically chose these charities for a reason. Yeah, we are we are a local company. Um, we're not a chain. You know, we're not national. And we are kind of passionate about um, supporting local businesses like ourselves. And these are Nebraska-based charities. So the money stays here in Nebraska. Um, It supports Nebraska families. And it seemed like a really good fit with the organization. Exactly. What are those three organizations? So uh, Pediatric Cancer Action Network, or PCAN, um, they they provide quick cash grants for families um, facing childhood cancer. So they can Mm. get money to families very quickly without a lot of red tape. Um, They're... Uh, connected into that community and so mm-hmm. they are aware of what needs families have and they can you know. they, they kind of fill a, a gap yep that's yeah. in there because uh, some of the some of the other uh, and, and nothing wrong with what they're doing right. but they'll they'll have money for the medical procedures correct but you've got day-to-day expenses correct yeah so it could be providing um, uh, 
hotel room, you know, uh, cash for hotel rooms for people when they come and bring their kids here. Because a lot of these um, uh, kids are coming from all the way across state. And well, so, and, and also the, yeah. the medical bills themselves yeah. are overwhelming and expensive. But Absolutely. that's down the road. That's like four or five months down <laughs> the road. You know, we got, they got to get the immediate, the food, the, a place to stay. Those are the things yeah. that are the real stressors. Because really, if your child's battling cancer, you don't care about the no. medical bills. It's like whatever it takes. But and you the, do have half a place to well, stay. You have to have a hotel. You have to have food. Yeah. Well, yeah. and even even in your own home, I mean, you have to pay the rent, you have to pay the utility right, bills, yeah. and when you're paying a lot in medical expenses, that eats into the right, family right. budget. So exactly, yeah. and then the other two, yeah. So uh, Camp Caholo, um, that is the cancer camp for kids. It's located on the um, Platte River. There, they've been around for a few years. They have been a lot, uh, quite a long time. Yeah, that's, um, that's and awesome. we actually had a little event there this summer with the kids. We uh, created a kind of a chopped competition between all three of our restaurants. <laughs> That's their own little food network. Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> each of our each of our teams um, put together three dishes: a macaroni and cheese dish, um, a slider, and then a dessert. And the kids and the counselors got to select their favorite, and the favorites will be featured. This September or this this month, ah, yeah, at our store. So you can come in and you actually awesome. get the yeah yeah the items picked out by the kids. Can I say I haven't tried your mac and cheese yet? No, it's phenomenal. And that, that's, I've, I've, well, you had it the I, last, we, yes, we had lunch yes. and you were having the mac and yes. cheese and I was like, I had this amazing cheeseburger in front yeah. of me yeah. and I was still jealous, but it was, it looked delicious. But yeah, so the kids did pick mac and cheese. Yes, they did. Of course yes. they did. Oh, good call. Good call. Yes. All right. Yes. Camp Kahalo. And then. Yes. And Sammy Superheroes. So go. that is the research arm in our, in the three that we have, they uh, raise money for research. And so. Um, not a lot of people know there's a very, very high incident rate of childhood cancer in Nebraska, one of the highest in the nation. Oh, I had no idea. It's interesting. Most people don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it's important to try to do research to understand why the rates are so significant here in Nebraska mm-hmm. and not necessarily the surrounding states. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've kind of got, uh, I think, a really good uh, trifecta of organizations, research, support, you know, and experience yeah. for the kids. That's awesome. Yeah. Tell, you, and you've had success with this the, this event. Granted, this is only the third Correct. annual. Correct. But you had your initial first year was yeah, we successful. Raised, we raised about $8,000 um, in our stores for that first event. Last year, uh, we raised $18,000 and were able to secure a matching grant of 25000 Nice. So this year we're hoping to be bigger and better. Yeah. Yep. And we've brought on some new partners. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Give them credit. That's, sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in Lincoln, Blue, Sushi and Saki, which everybody knows from up here, but yeah. the Haymarket location is participating. Jack's Bar and Grill is participating and also Gate 25. Nice. Yep. Those are all located right around right around Lead Belly and the Haymarket. That's awesome. So and now in Omaha itself, though, just just Lead Belly right now. The Lead goal Belly is Midtown. next. Yep, next year is to seek out more local based food and beverage. We mm-hmm. want to keep it focused in that arena and and really um, all about supporting getting. Yeah, local businesses supporting local foundations. Yeah, that's, I love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah it is. Good. And and by the way, when you go down to to Lead Bellies at Midtown, if you haven't, we were talking about this. A lot of people don't get to Midtown. Um, it's kind of weird, you know, but the, this, this county is the city now because mm-hmm. pretty much Omaha's annexed about the whole county, right? So the county is the city and there are people that are in, in Western parts of the county that don't get downtown. There are people downtown that don't get out West. You were talking about coming out to our studio yeah. and you're like, that's, that's quite a drive. <laughs> and there is no real easy way sometimes to get where you want to go. But Midtown, if you haven't been down there lately, it's, it's phenomenal. And they have the parking, that parking garage 
just slide right in there. And then Love Bellies is right there across the street. Yeah, and, a lot of people don't know. know parking um, is you can get three hours of parking. Just bring your ticket in. The restaurant will stamp you. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. Exactly. All right. So we are going to be coming out to Lead Bellies. And so this being September 3rd, Correct. 2019. We'll be out there tonight. We're going to be out there this afternoon mm-hmm. and tonight and uh, get a chance to talk to a lot of people and and uh, find out about their support for the program, too. Yeah. Um, we had one more partner jump in also this yeah. year, uh, Imperian Brewing Company. So they have brewed oh, that's a right. special ale that is exclusive. You can only get it at the at our locations, our restaurants, through the month of September. It's a pale wheat. It uh, has Nebraska hops as well. Nice. And so we've, we're trying to retain that Nebraska uh, product. Cool. Nebraska they're, they're a local flavor. company as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you can get it at Jack's. Um, you can also get it at both Leadbelly locations and Toast. Nice. Um, and so online, Facebook page, website yep. for yep. details? Website, eatdrinkcure.org. And we've got a Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. So we'll be posting... Throughout the month, um, we've got uh, in-store, we've got kind of a unique um, opportunity. We have donor cards, and there's 12 different donor cards. Each one has a painting that was painted by a kid who was affected by childhood cancer. Um, on the back's got a little bio of, of what you know what yeah. they painted and kind yeah. of their history. So you can, if you stop in, um, obviously if you... Uh, eat or drink any of our specials we'll uh, mm-hmm. portion of proceeds will go to that but also you can donate um just write your name and the amount and we'll post that on our stores awesome. that's awesome yeah. i love that so yeah guys if you get it does this also include takeout yes okay yeah. so so maybe for your office you can do a takeout for your office <laughs> yeah. right and go grab some food at yeah, lead bellies absolutely. or if you're in the lincoln area obviously we've got to get a couple three yeah, we, locations we right do, we can't take out alcohol you know so you, get, you have to yeah, drink the beer and our right. special cocktail yeah so, right. blueberry lemonade and in, in stores i would say volunteer to go pick up the food <laughs> right and then you can sit, <laughs> sit down in an hour, hour. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome tony thank you so much for coming in you bet thanks tony, nice and we're going to talk to all of your charities all in this podcast and, and get a little taste of each one of them and kind of Get some background too, but we really appreciate what you're doing, and we'll see you this afternoon. Yes. From Sammy Superheroes, in with us, Alyssa and Aaron are here with us. I'm going to continue the conversation that we started with Tony, talking about this event going on throughout the month and raising some money for childhood cancer research. Um, who wants to introduce who, and who wants who <laughs> wants to talk? Let's start with we'll start with Aaron. Yes. Let's let's talk about Sammy Superheroes okay. and uh, your connection. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so my son is Sammy, and he was diagnosed with uh, stage four neuroblastoma in July of 2012. So mm. we're seven years out from diagnosis. Oh, wow. Yep, and he um, his he's an anomaly. We were um, at a symposium that's happening this week and um, talking to some doctors, and you know his disease is active. It's continues to be active, but has been stable now for years, and they don't know why. It's you know it's. There's just not the research available to really un- have an understanding of what his disease is doing. So obviously research is really important to us personally. And then, of course, we started the foundation, and and that's our focus, our mission. Did you start the foundation because you realized that there were others out there too, and it was like you weren't, you weren't the, it wasn't like he was the only one. Right. And you're like, we need to, we need to right. find an answer. Well, what happens is we're from Columbus, so Columbus, Nebraska. So we have a pretty small, tight-knit community. And when he was diagnosed, a group of my friends, um, Alyssa's involved in the beginning of the foundation, a group of friends um, 
just decided to sell some t-shirts to support us at the local football games. Well, before they knew it, they had $40,000, which was so much more than we felt like we could accept. So we were kind of scrambling with what can we, what are we going to do with this money that was raised? Um, And about the same time, late that fall, early winter, uh, they told us Sam wasn't responding to the treatment. So we, you know, it was about four months in and we started to scramble. We have to find doctors that are specialists now. It's not, he's not just on the protocol. We have to, to um, look all over the country right. to try to find out what to do next. How old was he at the time? He was four. Mm. So that was, that was the start of the foundation. We realized that only 4% of federal research dollars for cancer go toward childhood cancer. That is insane. It's insane. And um, we, you know, I always tell people that was scarier than his initial diagnosis when we started to really become aware of the deficit that's here. And um, it was just crazy. It was throwing, you know, throwing darts and hoping to hit some target that no one knew where the target was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. And so... We traveled all over the country for his treatment for the next few years. But anyway, that was definitely the point where we decided that money, we needed to we needed to move this forward um, in a meaningful way that would mm. so that other families wouldn't have to feel the way we felt at that point. You had to feel like you were just out in the middle of the ocean. It was like, terrible. It was just like, you know, you can't see land. From mm-hmm. my, you know, it's just like, who who's going to help? I mean, somebody, four, you said 4%? 4% of the dollars. So Alyssa, were you, you, when you started helping, you know, not knowing you, you were probably in the same, you were just like, okay, well, we're going to do what, whatever we can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when they decided to start a foundation, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And my background was in uh, business and accounting. So, um, a group of us <laughs> stepped in with various kind of specialty areas and, uh, started the foundation and, um, since then, like we've uh, we've changed our direction a little bit, I think, but for the good, um, you know, a majority of our funds still go towards uh, research, and we've we've funded different research projects over the last several years. But we've also started to um, see that other families are in the same situation. They feel um, unsupported. They don't they don't know what to do next, and so. Instead of them starting a foundation, mm-hmm. uh, we created a program called Sidekicks, which, uh, you know, a little play on words there with superheroes. And um, and so the Sidekicks program just launched last year, but it allows families to fundraise in their child's name and their donors then are able to, um, you know, get a tax deduction mm-hmm. for the donation and um, yet they don't have all, all the headache that we right. uh, endured over those first several years of starting a nonprofit and, you know, all the tax, requ- you know, That's reporting. a great idea, though, because yeah. Yeah, you, it's like you already had the model in place. Right. right. That's brilliant. And yeah. so it's like, here, we're, we're just going to we're going to put this section over here. It's mm-hmm. just for you and your your family and friends and, and whoever wants right. to help you. But we'll take care of all the. Right. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes. And and then we've also started a family outreach program. Um, Aaron could probably talk a little bit more about it, but one of Sammy's um, favorite gifts that he received um, early on in treatment was a blanket. And the blankets are actually made by another nonprofit in um, the Boston, Massachusetts area. 
And so we uh, joined forces with Binkies for Comfort um, years ago, and we've started sending uh, the blanket and um, information about resources available in the area. And um, we just added a book um, that is written by a local author here in Nebraska that um, helps it's like a children's book. There's actually two, a children's book and a teen book. And the teen book is more of a journal for those kids. Wow. If they're a little bit older, it helps them kind of process what they're going through. And then the child's, uh, the children's book is, um, you know, just a really sweet book um, with pictures and something that I think families could read to other family members or in the classroom because um, inevitably... It doesn't just affect the child and their immediate family. It affects all those people around them in their daily lives. So. Right, mm -hmm. right. I mean, well, that helps the teachers also mm -hmm. um, dealing with their classmates that are trying to process what's going on and why their friend isn't in school or why their parents may mm -hmm. be different or why, yes. you know, all those, all those questions and they just don't understand. And, and probably their parents appreciate that too because they don't have the answers, right? Right. It's incredible. Yeah, that there, is. There's a lot of um, long-term effects. For example, Sam has hearing aids. He just started, we knew he had some hearing loss, but it really started to affect him in school over the last two years. And so um, last year, when he, after he had them, his friends were asking questions, I was like, well, I'll just come into the classroom quick and we'll just have a chat about it with, you know, the friends and his peers. Well, what that turned into, I said, does anyone have questions? And every hand was up. <laughs> and they're like, does Sam still have cancer? And um, Sammy, when you lost your hair the last time, did it hurt when it grew back? I mean, all these Isn't kids so like hadn't had an opportunity to yeah. just ha ask questions and understand. And I mean, um, it. I, I was so surprised at how it affected all of the kids yeah. in his class. And so um, I just was... I mean, we took like 20 minutes and we answered as many questions mm -hmm. as we could. And, you know, it's definitely something that affects a whole community. That's probably something that they don't get asked very often is, do you have any questions? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to ask anything. Right. Just, just what, what are you thinking of? You know, and right. cause you know, they've, they've got them, but they're probably thinking, well, that's a stupid question. Mm -hmm. I don't, or I better not ask that. Or I, mm -hmm. maybe they don't know the answer. I better not. That's, yeah. that's something that's just that's like a, a whole, idea. that's a whole nother avenue mm -hmm. for, I guess, really what, what you're doing is if you wanted to do something in mm -hmm. the schools as well to kind of as an outreach for some of the other children and their schools, because right. I'm sure the schools would appreciate having somebody that they could actually reach out to that could mm -hmm. help them with their students and their, and their classes. That's just another, you don't even think. That no, you deep. don't think about that. You really don't. I mean, you're just, we're, we started talking about research. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. so many pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So if somebody wanted to find you guys online, uh, make a donation. Obviously, this event going on throughout this month. Let me just start there. What does that mean to you, being the recipient oh of this? Oh, my gosh. Like, it's just incredible. So um, whenever we've, – we've said from the beginning of our foundation that social media will change childhood cancer because people will become more aware and people will do something, you know. And yeah. as, as 
people are aware of different things and that they can do and how the things that they can do make a difference. Even just sharing posts on social media about statistics and things like that. It, you know, touches someone else's heart or someone else becomes involved because a child in their community was diagnosed. And so anyway, events like this, where, um, especially, um, a business owner truly takes, um, an interest and it's not just, oh, we'll have a, you know, one night that we donate a portion of sales because everybody can do that. Anybody mm-hmm. does that. Um, and please but- do. And please do. <laughs> yes. And please and we, do. And those are not bad things. Those are wonderful things. <laughs> but but um, for someone who has not been touched by this, where their child was sick and, you know, just feels this dire need to do something like we have mm-hmm. felt, um, for someone to just say, okay, this is super important and we're going to take the bull by the horns and we're going to do something big here mm-hmm. and we're going to get other businesses on board and we're gonna going to um, – raise a really significant amount of money for research, you know, like it's not a couple hundred dollars. We're talking Mm -hmm. about thousands of dollars and that does move the needle. It really does. It makes a really huge impact. So personally, as a mother to um, a child with cancer, it's absolutely like, there's not yeah. words for yeah. for that for someone who gets involved like that. Social media can change things. Mm Because you think about some of the silly or, inane things that people do fundraisers for, mm-hmm. um, you know, right. right. And it's like, I don't want to go to school. So I need everybody to donate a dollar. And lo and behold, they get like $50,000. Right. right? right. So insane. I'm just going to say a dollar at a time makes a difference. Yeah, it does. And social media can easily cause. So, so if you see the post or you, and, and whether you donate or not share it, just, just share it because it's local mm-hmm. uh, for no other reason. You know, it's here, it's in the state, it's in our city, it's, it's, it's right here. Let's just go ahead and, and if you see the post, share, share it. it. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to see it. You don't know who's a friend of who. Right. That might, that might mean a lot to them mm-hmm. and that they want to get even more involved. Right. I appreciate it. So finding you guys online. So finding us online, sammysuperheroes.org is our website. And then, of course, we have um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I don't know if we have Snapchat. Megan works on our social media and I don't really do Snapchat ever. So I don't really know anything about it. So we might have it. I don't know. I have never looked. (laughs) I'm not really sure. I don't think we do yet. Pat, do we have Snapchat? Uh, Uh, See, he doesn't know either. We, yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah, we do. He learned how to snap from his daughter. Well, that's where I should learn Uh that I'm annoyed by the whole thing. Yeah. I like the filters are fun. Yes. Yeah. They are funny. I I have played around with those a little bit, but I don't talk. I have a bunch of followers, but I don't ever post anything. I Um, post zero. Yeah. I just play with the filters. Are you going to post about eat, drink, cure? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Everything. not a problem. Snapchat, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. We'll Gosh. figure it out. I don't know how without bunny ears. I'm like, I, know. I, gotta, I gotta figure right? that out. That's funny. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story, the yeah. the, the background, and and uh, look forward to seeing you guys out at the launch, and of course all month long. Yes. Uh, let's just hope they raise just thousands. Yes, thank you for thanks for having us. You and got thanks it. for doing this. Sure, you thanks, bet. guys. So we've been talking about the event that's going on, uh, Eat, Drink, Cure, and uh, had talked to Tony earlier and had Sammy Superheroes in, and now we have another guest that is joining us, and Scott is here mm. from Camp Caholo. Welcome, thank first you. And, first and foremost. Um, so have you, okay, the, the Eat, Drink, Cure, have you been a part of this in years past? So Camp Coho, yes. Camp Coho, I think since the start of it, Camp Coho has been a part, been a beneficiary of it. I know Tony, first off, I want to thank Tony and 
the Drink Cure folks, Lead Belly, for doing this. I mean, this is a huge campaign. It's in line with Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month, which happens in September. Right. It's a, a great time to drive awareness mm-hmm. of pediatric cancer and things that organizations... And all kinds exa- of pediatric yes, cancer yeah. yes, in right. particular. Yes, yeah. Um, because it's not just specific to one. Uh, and, and as we were talking with uh, Sammy Superheroes, same thing. There, theirs is about all types of childhood cancer. That is right, yeah. Um, and tell, tell us about... Tell us about your camp. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So Camp Koholo, it is a Nebraska-based camp for kids with cancer and blood disorders. We're based here in Omaha. The camp itself happens out at the Eastern Nebraska 4-H Center, which is maybe familiar with it. It's about 10 miles, give or take, south mm-hmm. of Gretna. Great facility. Uh, great, just great staff out there. And we are open for kids of um, all ages, mm-hmm. you know, 6 to 17, any type of cancer experience, whether they're in treatment, in remission, we have the staff out there, the med staff that's out there 24-7 to ensure that we can give these camp, give these kids a camp experience that they may not otherwise be able to get. We, Our, our main objective is to give them a, as normal of an experience as we can. Uh, we have it so that it is just the kids themselves, the mm-hmm. kids with cancer themselves, so that they, they can just feel comfortable. Right. They, you know, they may be if they're in treatment, maybe they they're bald or whatever it may be. Maybe they have a port Mm -hmm. and we have the folks there that can take care of that. But they also have other kids there who may be in the same spot or other kids who maybe two or three years ago were in that same spot. And everybody just knows that, hey, this is part of it all. And you you just it's just meant to make them feel comfortable. It's got to be for some of the kids, I would imagine, besides seeing other kids in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but outside of the hospital, seeing other kids that look like them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. That are going through the same experiences physically, mentally, um, and their families and maybe with their families, they can't say the things that they want to say that they can say to other kids that yep. are in the same spot. Yep. That's got to be amazing. I'm sure. Well, th- how many years have you guys been around? I mean, it's been a minute. This is our 35th year. That's, we just finished our 35th year at camp. So yeah, yeah, it's it's been out there. It's we've established our reputation, if you will, with the with the, the community, with the uh, say the pediatric cancer community. We get great support from Children's Hospital, from the Nebraska. Nebraska Medical Center. So nice. they they know us. They actually are the folks that bring the uh, the med staff out to camps so wow. we can we can do what we need like to do. Like a partnership. Yeah, exactly. Very much yeah. so. So they, they know us, they trust us. We've got that reputation built up and it becomes, in some ways I've heard some of the uh, pediatric oncologists talking about this as being part of the total care wow. for these children, right? And that mm-hmm. it needs to be more than just what you do there in the hospitals, right? That's, that's just, when you're a kid, yeah. That's just not a fun thing to be doing right. every week or what, every For month, sure. whatever it is, to be going to the hospital and having yeah. the treatment. Well, this is something where they can do where it's outside of the hospital. Give these kids, again, just that opportunity to have that normal experience. Yeah, to feel normal. normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's an important thing for the the pediatric oncology staffs yeah. as well. And I think that's why they are willing to send the folks out to help with yeah. camp. How, what, what is the usual experience, or is there a usual experience? Is it, is it three days? Is it a week? Is it a- So we actually have two sessions. That it, it spans roughly, I think it's a Sunday to Sunday that it typically spans. The first session is for the younger children, ages 6 through 11, and they arrive Sunday, they leave Wednesday. 
the second sessions for the older kids, ages 12 to 17. They arrive that Wednesday afternoon, so there's a short little turnaround that our volunteers have to go through to get ready for the older kids, and they stay through Sunday. And every year there's a given theme that's set to camp, um, you know, anywhere from art-type themes to sporting themes to one year as princesses and pirates, just different things. You know, some of it is just based on what's what's the current thing out there in pop right. culture right now. <laughs> and, uh, and and they, you know, they, the programming staff, um, our volunteers, got to give a big shout-out to our volunteers. Everything is done on a volunteer basis. They put all this together and pull off just what ends up yeah. being a great week for these kids. How many kids do you think? So it, it fluctuates year mm-hmm. to year, but typically it's somewhere around 160. Maybe on a given year it might be as high as 180. Um, Most of them from Nebraska? Nebraska and Iowa, yep. yep. See, that that's the thing when we were talking with Tony earlier, um, Tony Young with Lead Bellies, who's yep. putting on the Eat, Drink, Cure throughout the entire month of September, as a matter of fact, and they're raising funds for pediatric cancer research. Yep. Um, is the knowledge, uh, awareness, isn't there for the sheer number of pediatric yep. cancer cases yep. in Nebraska, yep. Nebraska, Iowa? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nebraska is un- unusually high. It is, yep. And there's a lot of work that's being done to look into that. Uh, you know, some of the med staff that help us, Dr. Don Coulter in particular, that's something that's caught their attention. And maybe Tony spoke about this earlier, but yeah, they're trying to find out what and why behind that. So that's probably where some of the, when you think research, you think research on how to cure the cancer, but there's also money that need, is needed to find out where it's coming from, why yeah. it's. Stop the cause. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think yep. about that side. Yep. Yeah, because you want if you can stop it in its tracks before it becomes something you need to cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can prevent yeah. it. Basically, get in a spot where it puts us out of business, right? You know, right? <laughs> in a perfect, in a perfect you probably world. love that, right? <laughs> that right. would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a perfect yeah. world. There's no need for your camp. That's, you know? yeah, yeah. That is that is right. You know, and I, you know, I often talk about you know what we need to do as a board. I, I'm on. I guess I didn't say this in, earlier. I'm on the board of directors for Camp Colo, but that's one of the things that I often think about is that okay. Uh, the near-term mission needs to be making sure that we're doing everything we need to do to be sustainable for the next 35 years and the mm-hmm. 35 yeah. years after that. And up until that point that all the great research and work that's done out there finds a way to end this stuff so that mm-hmm. camps like ours aren't needed. But while we're needed, we're going to make sure that we're there and we're there for these yeah. families and we're there for these kids. Uh, one of the, the stats that came out, and it was a conversation uh, off the mic, as a matter of fact, we were talking about the number of dollars uh, the percentage of dollars that goes to childhood cancer research in the in the grand scheme of things for all cancer research fundraising mm-hmm. is around four percent of all of that. Okay, wow. Okay, that and that number, and I, we were talking with the folks from Sammy Superheroes, so that when the, that number is just like, wait, wait a minute, there there are several different, and we're talking adult cancers, childhood cancer, all the different types that have different fundraising, the awareness of breast cancer. Yeah. The yep. awareness of some of the other types of cancers is much larger, and then there's just the, the smaller, and, and in Nebraska in particular, the higher instance of it. It's just like, whoa, how how did that how did that happen? And when when they started this camp, who started it, and and how many kids were you looking at at the beginning? So so yeah, I the name of the individual who started it escapes me. I apologize for that. But it was um, an individual. I actually, I think she was inspired by an episode of Phil Donahue that she saw. Wow. Where there was a person on that. Um, TBT on, right there. Yeah, there right. you go. There you go. Right. Phil Donahue. Yeah. What, there's uh, all these people reference. going out to Google. Yeah. What right. Phil Donahue. What's that? Uh, <laughs> he means Dr. Phil, obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Phil. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is he uh, talking about? <laughs> and uh, But she was inspired by 
by that and had this realization of, well, why, why can't, why can't we do that here in Omaha? And one thing led to another. She got a small group of folks together. Some of those folks actually still continue to be involved with camp one way or another today. And um, I believe the first couple sessions of camp were smaller. We had to get uh, our, feet, our feet under ourselves. Yeah, get the awareness, perhaps prove, maybe it's even as much proving to the then volunteers that, hey, we can do this. We can pull this off. We can yeah. figure out how to get the support of Children's and Nebraska Medical Center and that. And then as that awareness developed, as that confidence was built, the organization, it just, it almost, you could say it almost created a life of its own. And, and it became what it is today. I've been involved since, I think it was roughly 2007, where I had a couple friends who, um, they were on the board at that point in time, and there were some volunteer needs, and they yeah. they recruited me, and uh, I, I was interested in helping out anyway, and they recruited me, and one thing led to another, and about six years ago, I actually joined the board of directors, and we've continued to grow all along, and uh, it's just, yeah, one, one person's vision yeah. has led to, one person's vision to put this together on a small basis has led to what, we, what we're doing today for these kids. And I like that, too, it's, it has kind of spread its wings, because it's now, it's not not just the kids, and, and we were talking to Sammy Superheroes about uh, the kids that are classmates, and right, that yes. she was talking to the kids that are classmates of Sammy, and explaining some things that had changed and some things that were new, and then asked, do you have any questions in everybody's hands? Yes, I have a question, because they all needed somebody to talk to. Yeah. You've, you've spread your program out also to include the siblings. That is right. That is right. We do have a sibling <laughs> camp that I believe is uh, coming up in two weekends. So basically, it is a separate weekend that is set aside for the siblings of our campers to come. And obviously, a pediatric cancer diagnosis is is certainly very impactful for the child that's facing the diagnosis, is right? But it, it affects the entire family as well. It impacts mm-hmm. mom and dad. If there's yeah. siblings in the picture, it impacts those siblings yeah. as well. And sometimes, and actually, sometimes those siblings they get. They get forgotten a little bit, right? There's so much mm-hmm. focus. Everybody's worried about the child that has the diagnosis. Rightfully so. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, but that resentment, I'm sure then there's guilt because they're resent they're resentful. Yeah. Right. Then they feel guilty because right. so that this yeah. the sibling camp is an opportunity for mm-hmm. us to try to help again, kind of think of the care for the whole package. That sibling camp is an opportunity for that for those siblings, big brother, little brother, big sister, little sister to come in and get some attention of their own. Right. So. Yeah. Right. So, so something like this, the Eat, Drink, Cure fundraiser. Yep. Um, I'm sure you get donations year-round, but yep. something like this that's really focused on this, uh, on pediatric cancer in particular, um, what does this mean to you? I mean, just I know you said you wanted to thank Tony for yeah. putting this together and, and trying to raise some awareness. Yeah, so uh, events like this are huge for us. We are a small group, all volunteer-based, and we... We pride ourselves in putting together a great camp experience, which means that sometimes finding the time and finding the resources to do some of the promotional activities, to do some of the fundraising activities, that that gets a little challenging at times. Mm -hmm. So what works best for us is when we are able to work with somebody like Tony and the Eat, Drink, Cure folks, where uh, basically it's partnering, partnering to leverage the various resources, the various skills, talents that we can bring to the table and pulling off a right. great fundraiser. And, and to be sure, it's, it's Tony and his team that do all the work here. But uh, it, it, it is huge for us. I mean, it, 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 ensures, it gives us the confidence that we can keep focusing on the things that we do best 
putting on putting together yeah. a great camping experience for these kids and knowing that we have folks like Tony and team that will be there to help with the funding Taking to make all of this come together. The whole the whole circle. I mean, it's not just yep. the research, it's yeah. also their day to day lives, the family, the kids and the friends and all that. So okay, so if somebody's uh, maybe they're in that situation now and they mm -hmm. hadn't, you know, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that. Is getting into the camp difficult? Is there a waiting list? Um, how how does how do they go about doing it? So we pride ourselves in taking anybody and everybody that wants to come and participate in camp. Um, there are a number of ways that folks can get uh, get connected with us. Mm -hmm. We have a website, www.campcoholo.com, and Koholo is C-O-H-O-L-O. It stands for Courage, Hope, and Love. Um, the big, the biggest, the biggest way, the biggest way for folks typically getting connected with camp is through either Children's or through the Nebraska Medical Center. Uh, obviously, the folks there they've become very aware of us. Again, many and most of the oncology staffs there are involved in one way or the other with camp. Um, so as somebody comes in, they uh, and. As that time for camp is coming up, mm -hmm. they'll often say, "Hey, are you are you aware? Are you aware of this camp Koholo? We really think you should go." And again, some of it comes from that whole you know treating the whole package perspective. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes, particularly for those first year parents, it's it's a little daunting. To think, oh my gosh, my child is dealing with this disease. Do I really want to just let him or her go out? Right. Three or four days. This is a camp out into the woods and right. and getting yeah. into the dirt and stuff like that. And uh, Fortunately, we have some good volunteers there at Children's at the yeah. Med Center that they can help give mom and dad some, you know, we'll, we'll take care yeah. of them. We'll take care of them. That's and good. more often than not, we're able to get them out there and uh, and go. So, yeah, the, the biggest way to get them connected is through mm. Children's, is through Nebraska Medical Center. But uh, they can also go to our website to get info about it as well. Social media? Uh, yes, we do have presence on social media. We have a Facebook page. We also are on Twitter, and we're looking at more ways. You know, Instagram is Instagram becoming the is thing, it, right? So we're we're probably going to establish Instagram here soon <laughs> as well. But right now, the presence is on Facebook, is on Twitter, and certainly we've yeah. got folks that monitor those social oh, yeah. media avenues as well. So folks can certainly contact us there too. Absolutely. That's, awesome. That's great. So, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. Thank you all for um, doing this. Really it. appreciate it. Uh, thank you for what you do. Honestly. Thank you. Uh, moving, moving on as we continue our discussion about uh, the big promotion that's going on, eat, drink, cure at Lead Belly's Midtown. Carrie's in with us now from Pecan. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not as familiar. And that's why this is, this is the whole point of what, <clears throat> Tony wanted to do when he's doing the fundraiser for childhood uh, cancer research is also to help bring awareness to some local charities and organizations that are doing some great work. So I'm excited to get to know you and, and what you guys do. Great. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Um, Pediatric Cancer Action Network started um, in 2014, right at the end of our daughter's treatment for stage four neuroblastoma. So it's kind of a mission from the heart. PCAN um, started with my husband, uh, Mitchell Alshweed, and our cousin, Erica Shelton. The three of us kind of got together and did this brainchild thing where we decided to pay forward the kindness that was shown to our family while our daughter was in treatment. Lena was um, 18 months old when she was diagnosed with stage mm. four cancer. She was the youngest of five, and uh, my husband and I both were working full-time jobs, just doing our thing, and um, when you get that diagnosis, your whole world turns upside down, and the last thing on your mind is, well, how am I going to pay for this? 
It's how are we going to get her through this? So I had walked away from my full-time job as a registered nurse and um, didn't even think about the consequences of that until we're, you know, getting further into treatment. Uh, We were told that Lena wasn't going to survive, that we needed to have our family come and say their goodbyes and be ready for that. So my job was not my concern, but Lena was tougher than they gave her credit for. And so weeks and months later, the bills are coming and the paychecks aren't. And uh, we were very fortunate. Um, I had um, lived in Lincoln my entire life and had good community support from our church, from our friends, from our families, from our coworkers who came forward and did some little fundraisers to just kind of keep us going. Um, we had kids up through um, late teens and high school, a daughter that wanted to go to prom and another one that's going off to college. And there's just no money for any of that when you have all these medical expenses rolling in and the travel expenses related yeah. to treatment. Yeah. These kids are all being treated in Omaha. So regardless of where the kids live through the state of Nebraska, everything is in Omaha. So you have the related travel expenses as long as as well as the medical expenses. So PCAN came to be right at the end of Lena's treatment as really our way of paying for what was given to us. What we do is help local families who have kids with cancer pay the bills so that that doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be at the forefront of their mind. We've paid for everything from... um, prescription drug expenses that aren't covered um, by insurance to medical bills that are outstanding, rent and utilities, um, put groceries on the table, just the basics. A lot of people, they think of uh, when you need money, they're thinking you need to pay the medical bills. Right. Because that's going to be crazy. And it's like, well, there are a lot of other bills that need to get paid as well that you just assume get taken care of and they don't. Right. And that that medical, yeah, it's like that has to go for this, but how do we pay this? Right. How do we send our daughter to prom? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, We had looked at some statistics and found that a lot of families um, during the course of treatment have over $30,000 out of of out-of-pocket expenses, whether it be travel expenses or um, medical expenses, um, just other expenses related to getting your child to and from treatment. And for the most part, um, if you're fortunate to have a two-earner income household, you're going down to one. Mm -hmm. So for the single-parent family homes, Mm. you're really losing any income you had. Um, childhood cancer treatment is so different than adult treatments. It's very intensive. A lot of it is inpatient. And so jobs don't, aren't, most jobs aren't flexible enough to say, sure, take, you know, 26 days off out of the month and we'll keep you for four. So a lot of these parents find themselves unemployed while their child is in treatment as well. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so, terrifying. That, yeah. I mean, just being unemployed is scary. Yes. But then, you know, throw that yeah. on top of, yeah. of you're trying to fix your child. Yeah. Right. Uh, crazy right yeah right. the stress of that in and of itself i can't even imagine so right. so you guys how big is your organization well we are all volunteers um there are nine of us who um find this just a mission from the heart we all volunteer our time so nobody is paid so i like to say we're small but mighty um mm-hmm. we are up to able to support 25 nebraska families um wow. this year and we grow a little bit more each year um we just kind of keep trucking forward um thanks to um, organizations um, and b- fundraisers like the Eat Drink Cure. That's been a huge, huge benefit to us that um, we're able to help um, an extra eight to 10 families a year simply because of events like Eat Drink Cure. When you guys first started this, were you, and even when you first got the diagnosis, mm-hmm. were you aware of the, just the sheer numbers oh, uh, no. of families or children that were no. involved? Just in Nebraska. This is This right. is like new news to us. Yes that Nebraska is so high on the list and there's no real good reason. Right. Yeah. No, even as a registered nurse, and I've been a nurse for 13 years until Lena was diagnosed, I had no idea that the epidemic was as bad as it is in the state of Nebraska. 
that it's just huge. gives me cheer. I mean, yeah. gave me chills. chills. I mean, yes. it yeah. really did. Just when you just think about Nebraska is not an overpopulated state, right? And right. the percentages are are scary. Yes. Um, and there's no good reason for right. why Nebraska kids. So as we were just talking with Camp Koholo, Koholo, mm-hmm. right? And, yes. And um, and I've just found out what that means. Courage, hope, love. Yes. I didn't know that before. <laughs> and I didn't know that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but when we were talking to to them, uh, just finding out just the the sheer numbers and the fact that a lot of this money also is not only going to cure, but also to prevent. So yes. we need to find that reason why. Yes. Which is just it's is there. I don't know how personal you want to get. Um, is there is there a history of cancer in your family? Is that something that you had on the radar? You know, um, my husband lost both his father and his grandfather to cancer. I lost a grandfather to cancer. But when you're talking about adult cancers, right. they're so entirely different. There are cancers. Adults don't get neuroblastoma. In fact, teenagers almost never get neuroblastoma. There are cancers that are specific to children and very young children. Um, there's not a lot of crossover in the types of cancers. Um, you know, wow. y- you look at the sheer numbers and, and it is frightening. Um, there's a lot of groundbreaking research being done. One of the first things that PCAN did was advocate to the st- state legislature to start researching here in Nebraska and find out why. What's happening in our state and why is this yeah. happening? Is it environmental? Is right. it, you know, what what is it? What what exactly is changing things? So that, that was so early, 2014, and there was no pediatric cancer research that was being funded in our state at that point. It was all the private oncologists having to write for grants. And after 2014, now there is an actual childhood cancer research organization run right here out of Omaha, UNMC, and Children's Hospital um, Collaborative to start looking at what is it. And yeah. we're talking all different types of researchers, not just oncologists. And, and not just any one specific cancer. Right. Yeah. But just to look at the epidemiology. So you have these freakishly smart epidemiologists that are looking at water, that are looking at soil, that are looking at other environmental causes and still digging as, for as the a cause. As a medical professional, do, do you notice like, are there clusters? Yes. There are. In fact, you can look it up. It's mapped out. Wow. Um, it will show you hot spots even within the state of Nebraska where um, there is a abnormally large incidence rate. That's scary. Yes. It really is. Yeah. I mean, just just hearing this uh, and getting a chance to talk to all the organizations that um, they're working with with Eat, Drink, Cure, uh, we've learned a ton. Yes. I mean, honestly learned yeah. a ton. And it's, it is just, it's frightening when you think about the low number of dollars mm-hmm. that are going towards something that is abnormally high in this state. Uh, and, and even in comparison to the surrounding states. Right. That's what doesn't make sense. Right. Nowhere close to us in the Midwest is there an incidence rate like ours. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That is something Scary. else. All right. So you're looking at several, I mean, how many, you've been doing this for five years? Yes. Right. And so 20 some families yep. every year. We that grow you're every to, year. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. And I'm sure that just means the world to them as well. Um, if somebody hasn't heard about you and how to get a hold of you, uh, what they, wh- even what's, what's eligible, you know, it's like if they're, they're just maybe, maybe just now, do, maybe they've been dealing with this for years, you know, sure. and they just hadn't heard about you guys yet. Where would they find more information? Well, the first place to start would be our website. It's pcanaction.org, pcanaction.org. If there are families that are actively in treatment right now and they're needing resources, the very best place to start is with their social workers, um, both at Children's Hospital and at UNMC. 
we support families in Nebraska that are seeking treatment elsewhere as well. We know that um, for some families, they kind of hit a roadblock at one of those places and maybe need to go elsewhere for treatment. Um, so we have families throughout the state that are being treated at St. Jude mm-hmm. um, or Houston, um, all over, all really all over the United States. Right. Right. Um, so for those folks, our, our website would be the place to start. There's contact information for email and phone numbers and how to get in touch with us and how to access us for support. It really is. It's uh, it's comforting on one side to know that Omaha itself has has this this cluster of this brain trust. Yes. Right. That's all working on research and prevention. But you know that there are other places also in the country that are doing some great work. But Omaha really is a lot of people come here. Yes. For help. Yes. And that's just incredible. Yeah, that My God. Incredible. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by and letting us yeah. know and then just kind of enlightening us. And that's what this whole month's about is to uh, raise awareness so people yes. know what's going on and also who's out there that can help. Yep. Thank you for having me. You got yeah, it. Nice Thank you. you. And don't forget about Kugler Vision. They're a proud supporter, and we are very proud. They are a supporter of the Pat and JT podcast. Go to kuglervision.com and sign up for your consultation. They are the experts when it comes to your vision. Get your consultation. Do it all at kuglervision.com and let them know that it was the Pat and JT show that told you about them. Thanks for rating, reviewing, subscribing. The Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. A Parkville Media Production production.